0: Well, thanks for joining me uh, today. We're here with uh, my colleague, David Dudley, who runs our business in Tonga. Now, as you all know, on the 15th of January, which not that long ago, uh, Tonga bore the brunt of an underwater volcanic eruption, which was estimated to be 600 times more powerful than the nuclear bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima. Along with thousands of tonnes of rock and ash spewing into the sky, a tsunami also followed, devastating many local communities. Now, over the past month, locals and international support groups have been working hard on the recovery and, of course, the rebuild. And along with many other organisations, I'm proud to say that ANZ did make a $50,000 donation to support that recovery. So David is with me. David leads a team of 39 ANZ people in Tonga. And uh, I believe, David, you're around 70 kilometres away from uh, the volcano when it it. erupted. So thanks for joining me. Maybe you can just tell us a little bit about that experience, where you were, And um, was there any sort of warning, or was this a complete shock?
1: Yeah, thank you, Shane, look, thanks for having me. uh, And and thank ANZ for uh, the donation to the Tonga Red Cross. It goes a long way in helping uh, rebuild and supporting uh, the communities in Tonga. Yeah, so it was was about just after 5 on a Saturday afternoon. uh, You know, my wife and I were at home, kind of planning our Saturday evening, what to cook, uh, what to watch on TV, and uh, just just a a normal Saturday uh, uh, evening. A lot of Tongans were out and about doing their shopping, out with family, out with friends, Um, you know, some were getting ready to go to parties. Um, You know, so, uh, you know, people were were really out and about. Um, uh, You know, in in, in the 2021 World Risk Index, Tonga is rated number three of uh, one of the most disaster prone countries in the world, Uh, you know, so volcanoes, uh, tsunamis, uh, cyclones and natural disasters. So Tongans uh, generally are prepared. Uh, and ever since I've been here, you know, we do. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, tsunami evac drills and, and the like. So uh, you know, Tongans were quite quick to um, to react. Um, it was 5:03, I recall, when the, the first eruption started, um, and there were five extremely loud bangs. Uh, the last two were just deafening. Uh, uh, very, very scary, uh, frightening, uh, something that I've never been, to. in fact, all Tongans have never been through in their life. Um, we've been through very, very strong Category 4 cyclones and we've, you know, we've had some pretty devastating earthquakes, but nothing of this sort. Uh, the house we, we were in was just shaking, incredibly shaking. Um, uh, there's a bit of damage around the property. Um, and, and yeah, it was just, just very, very scary uh, as it was for uh, for
0: all Tongans. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I can't imagine actually. It must be really um, unbelievable. So, um, so in the immediate aftermath, what, what what are the challenges after that? I mean, what 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 kind of comes to mind first of all, just personally, but also for the bank and the local community? What what were the priorities for people?
1: Yeah, on on Friday, uh, the day before the eruption, uh, there was a tsunami warning, and we, you know the whole of Tonga closed early, and everyone was told to go home uh, fairly quickly and, and, and get out of harm's way. So we were, most islands were, were kind of prepared and, and kind of on edge. Um, uh, in fact, the, the volcano started spewing ash, uh, you know, on the 19th of December. Uh, it was rumbling and grumbling for a few weeks. So, you know, we were expecting, uh, you know, something and just, just you know, we were just in the preparedness mode. Um, so the tsunami was the first uh, challenge. Um, um, and, and you know... Uh, uh, we just didn't know where it was gonna hit, when it was gonna hit, how big the waves were gonna be. So, you know, we were kind of left in the dark. Um, the second thing was worrying about your family and friends because uh, a lot of families were separated and, and they you know, tried to uh, connect and get together and just get to evacuation site and just get out of harm's way. Uh, so that was very challenging. Uh, you know, Shane, you hear stories of, of, of families uh, and people stuck in their vehicles, trying to get to evac sites, but just stuck in traffic and just looking outside their windows at all angles to see whether the wave was coming toward them. So and I can just imagine it was, it was very frightening. Um, the second thing was, um, uh, you know, our safety of our staff, whether they were, you know, uh, you know how safe they were along with their families, um, uh, you know, were they okay? And, and, and luckily Shane, we managed to connect with all our staff throughout the course of Saturday night, uh, and they were all okay, uh, including their families, uh, we had one staff that we had to evacuate. She was in harm's way because she stayed um, in a Catholic church premises, which is very, very close, across the road from from the ocean. Um, so she was in, the, uh, in in harm's way. But uh, you know, the camaraderie in Tonga, uh, you know, we managed to get to her and her two kids uh, and evacuate them to safety. Uh, so that was one big um, yes. Uh, yeah, um, just knowing that staff was safe. Um, you know, we couldn't get out to our premises so you know, we didn't know whether our branches had suffered any damage um, in fact we couldn't get out there till early sunday morning um uh, you know i managed to get out there and thank thank goodness uh, none of our branches suffered any damage uh, our head office is very close to the water um, but the old sandbag and trick work out the front door we had uh, no water coming at all
0: oh, good on you All oh, that's good to hear now um you know in a connected world uh, you know, today, things have changed, but really, we're so dependent on being connected um, to the rest of the world for information and, and help and assistance and other things. Now, I, you know, understandably, the Southern Cross Cable itself was damaged. How, how, how did, what was the impact of, of that essentially being cut off from the internet?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the, the South, uh, the, our cable links to the Southern Cross Cable Network and is our only means of communication with the outside world. It got completely shattered uh, during the eruption. Uh, um, It took 38 days to fix. Uh, They had to lay something like 90 kilometers of new cable. Uh, So, you know, they did eventually get it fixed, but it took a long, long time. Uh, But we lost communication with the outside world. Uh, Families, friends were worried about, uh, uh, you know, the, the people in Tonga and how they were doing, whether they survived. A lot of Tongans, Shane, we didn't get to see the satellite images and videos of the eruption till quite a few weeks later when we were able to get some uh, access to the Internet. And, you know, when, when you do look at the um, uh, particular satellite footage, you know, you kind of in awe and, and, and say to yourselves, did we survive that? We just survived that. It was uh, um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. just just again, like I said, it was a, a frightening experience to be through.
0: Yeah, and um, I guess and, and David, and so in terms of emotionally, I you know, with our own people, but I guess they're you know they're a cross section of the Tongan community. How have people been? How's people been coping with that emotion? I imagine it's quite difficult, and then also having to support customers over that period of time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the emotional side and, and the mental strain is gonna uh, you know is going to continue to be there, um, uh, and you know, we all, we provide uh, employee assistance for all our staff. Um, you know the staff have just been uh, absolutely second to none. Uh, just extremely proud to work for a team who, uh, on, on the Monday morning, fronted up to the office uh, to support our customers. Uh, the only means of our customers getting cash out, because uh, our ATMs were not working, uh, the only way for them to get cash was to front up to the branch physically and withdraw. Uh, and you know we knew they needed cash to buy essentials, support their families, uh, get fresh drinking water. Um, but just yeah, the staff to sacrifice, their, you know their own um, families because you know they they would have been suffering as well Uh, emotionally uh, kids would have been traumatized Uh, the whole house would have been full of ash inside and outside for some of them um but yeah just the sacrifices they made to to fund up to the office shane was just uh, highly commendable and just extremely proud to to be associated with such a team it's a specific way uh, camaraderie um, to help one another and and that clearly shown out.
0: great well that's i all very proud of that hey um so that, you know, it's not that long ago, but of course, things are moving on and you're now uh, in the progress of, as again in the community, the rebuild. Where where are things at? Is there is there visible signs of the rebuilding, the cleanup happening in the community?
1: Yeah, the the cleanups uh, are progressing well. We've managed to clean up the whole of Tongatapu and the RR Islands. We managed to clean up as much of the ash as we can, uh, but the rebuild is slow, Shane. Uh, you know, we've been inundated with uh, support and, um, uh, you know, the essential uh, uh, items that we need to help the people you know, food, shelter, clean drinking water, just being inundated uh, from our supporting countries, Australia, New Zealand, uh, you know, Fiji uh, and, and a whole lot of other countries, but it's contactless delivery. So they can't um, you know, um, connect with anyone on the ground. So we can't get expertise inside uh, in-country uh, to assist with the rebuild, uh, like engineers and, uh, and health workers and the like. So we rely on in-country resources to do that. Uh, so it is going to be uh, a slow process, um, but we get there.
0: Good. Now, to top it all off, unbelievable! This was a, in, a, in and of itself a massive disaster. But to top it all off, of course, then uh, Tonga is now experiencing COVID uh, in the community. How how is that going? And how are people navigating that? And what what what's the current situation with COVID?
1: Yeah. Thank you, Shane. Uh, Tonga is one of the last countries in the world. We've been COVID-free for a long, long time. One of the last countries in the world to get COVID in-country, and in a way, it's a blessing because, you know, over the last 12 months, we've been able to get our, our high vaccination rates, uh, you know, up to, uh, you know, the highs of 99% uh, first dose, second dose, 92%, and you know, 30% booster shot. So we're right up there, and uh, you know, it's helped with uh, people that have contracted COVID. Uh, uh, a lot of them have just experienced very mild symptoms. Uh, very few hospitalizations so uh, you know it's 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 a plus and um, the numbers aren't that high Um, but because Tonga has always had very high immunization rates and and very high vaccination rates in this case we've been able to uh, you know to avoid any any serious illnesses Um, you know we've been in lockdown Uh, we've had you know, limited working hours, uh, strict controls by both the government, uh, the police, and the military, just to ensure we practice the basics of wearing a mask, social distancing, uh, ensure wherever you know to come into our premises you need to show proof of vaccination uh, and, and the like. So, and, and we've implemented uh, you know food BCP and things like splitting our teams up so we have backup to just ensure continuity of our service to our customers. So, it, it has been challenging, um, but we're coping and uh, you know, we hope at some stage we'll be able to open our borders which have been closed since uh, May 2020 and, and be able to connect more freely with the outside world.
0: Well, we all look forward to that. Hey, look, thank you, David. Thanks to all the team during what has obviously been a really distressing period of time. We've obviously done a great job and, and done um, ANZ very proud. And um, you know, we obviously stand here to continue to help um, as Tonga recovers both from the eruption, but also, as it deals into the COVID situation. So it's good to see the bank is in great hands. So thanks, David, and thanks for your time today.
1: Thank you, Shane. Thanks for your time. And thanks for having me as well.